Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirit, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everybody and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You here on Blog Talk Radio. And I am the co-host on tonight's show, Tracy Liebman, and I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Laura Morante. Hi, Laura. Hi, Tracy. Uh, Tonight is a show where Laura channels spirit. She is an authentic spiritual channel, and she takes questions that are related to what she's channeling about. So if you'd like to call in, feel free to do so, and I will be the one that comes through to get your name, and I'll put you in the queue. I also want to say that I'm in the chat room And I'll be there if anybody has questions there. They can also put them in there, and I'll relay them over to Laura. So we'll get get started in just a minute. But first, a little, well, I guess you could call it housekeeping. Um, But not really. It's better than housekeeping. All right, so throw that out the window. This is exciting news. I am doing a retreat in the mountains near Asheville, North Carolina at the end of the summer. It's August 30th. It is at a magical place called the Mountain Light Sanctuary. And I will be teaching about energy, like the introduction to energy, self-healing energy tools, uh, connecting with spirit guides and nature guides, We'll be doing some fire shamanic drumming type stuff on Saturday night. And it's just two nights. It's all-inclusive, meaning the food's going to be taken care of, healthy, catered food, and um, and I'm going to bring my juicer, juice, <laughs> and your room and board. And it's all $300. So it's an awesome price. You can learn more about what's offered that weekend and also click through to visit the Mountain Light Sanctuary to see what it's like at our website, mindbodyspiritu, the letter U, dot com. And then either go to Tracy Liebman and you'll find it through there or you can do a forward slash and type in after mindbodyspiritu.com forward slash healing hyphen retreat and then it will go directly to the page. Um, You can always find me on Facebook if you'd like to ask questions, and you can find my contact info on the website also. Um, What else? Oh, okay. Laura, did you have anything? Did you want to talk about the idea of um, having people send you questions now or later? Um, Yeah, now is fine. Okay. I was just thinking that um, some of the local channels that we do here, 
we do <clears throat> choose a topic and we'll we'll um channel about that topic and I thought maybe we could try that here if anybody is out there that has certain um things they want to know maybe what spirit's perspective would be on um like I think we did a little bit about Newtown when that all happened at Sandy Hook we had a little dose of that remember and you asked about yeah, that I do. we can yeah. ask about anything that's going on um in the world right now and um and pretty much anything um that is not so personal. I don't mean the personal questions, but rather the more big-picture questions and the stuff that's affecting all of us. And if you'd like, if you have any kind of questions like that, a topic that we could channel about, then you can send that. You can email me at laura at mindbodyspiritu, the letter U, dot com. And just, um, you know, just send an email with any topic or question you might have, and we'll consider them all and choose some to channel about. Awesome. I love that idea. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we do customarily here um, is I will do a quick guided meditation at the beginning, and then Laura will go into her um, channeling the topic for tonight, and then we'll just see how things transpire and what the flow is. And I... Haven't, I'm, I'm not pre-prepared, so I'm just going to tell you that you guys are going to be on this journey with me, what I'm going to do right now. But <laughs> I can tell you that I had an interesting day, and I've kind of had an interesting few weeks. Like just somebody asked me, well, what's going on? And I'm like, life. <laughs> life is going on. And um, I just sort of started to lose my ground. Haven't been. I don't think I've been taking good enough care of myself. And I came home and I went out, well, I looked out my porch and I have a screen porch and there was this beautiful butterfly kind of unfortunately trapped in my screen porch. But I opened the door up and and the butterfly is now gone. But um, so that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with this visualization of a butterfly and we'll see where we all go. But it's just meant to get us grounded and centered and for our energy to come together so that it will also influence um, spirit and what comes through Laura when we all join up like this as one. So here we go. So I just want you to take a couple nice, deep breaths. And I'm actually sitting on my porch right now, and we have quite the serenade of outdoor sounds. I'm not sure if you guys are hearing it or not, but if so, I think that's probably just an added benefit. I wanted to step out to do this for some reason, so I'm going to be out here for a few minutes, and then I'll go back to my desk. So now I just want you to envision walking down a path in the forest, Beautiful, thick trees and lovely greenery. About this time of day. And you're just noticing everything. The sounds, the smells. And you walk up and you notice this beautiful butterfly. And I just want us to have a moment appreciating all that the butterfly means. It can mean everything from like lighten up and have more fun to major transformation is about to take place or is taking place. You just allow it to mean what it means for you. And now, if there's anything that is, like, holding heavy on you, any worry, concern, or issue you may have right now that you would like to release, just visualize putting it in a little bubble, like a little dew drop, 
and allow it to fall onto the butterfly. And now the butterfly will take off and take that concern, worry with it. And you're watching it fly off into what's becoming more of a night sky. And now I just want you to take a couple more deep breaths and allow yourself to grow roots into Mother Earth and and feel the loving energy and send some gratitude out to Mother Earth and to all of her creatures. And just bring that awareness of love and gratitude into your heart center. And just take a few more deep breaths. And when you're ready, you can just open your eyes and reacclimate to the area that you're in. And I'd just like to welcome you to the show. <laughs> Welcome you to the show. It's kind of funny. It's like, welcome you to the universe. Welcome you to our show, you know, <laughs> the show that we live. <laughs> oh, all right. Whenever you're ready, Laura, I'm done. Okay. I am I'm ready. <clears throat> I am just going to jump right in. Okay. Thank you. I adore the entrance. I align myself with nature in every moment that I could when I was there on the earth plane. I cannot say that I I create from the earth as I existed there, but I can say that the earth did create through me, and there was much of a co- cohesive movement as I moved along the earth plane and had my experiences as the human being that I was. I as the inspirational energy of truth did have my moments where I recognized the connectivity that existed in nature. And I did realize the benefits of tapping in to the purity that exists in nature in any given moment that I could. But there was much in my life that kept me from this beautiful land. There was much that... mm, I existed in that created walls around me and my ability to be free. And yet I would say that it was my duty to choose this kind of existence. It is what I was born for and what I lived for. And so the freedoms that had been taken from me were never truly taken from me they were given freely and so I did never did not feel imprisoned by those that thought they were keeping me from my life but rather I was existing in the prison as a part of my life experience as a part of the energy that I brought to this physical world and so I say quite clearly that there was none on the earth plane that ever held me back. I am the energy of, of, of Nelson Mandela, and I am coming forward now for I feel that it is an important moment in history for there is much of what I fought for being fought for still. And I must say that there is an equanimity on the rise, that there is a sense here that this world is shifting in a way that many of the freedom fighters that came before me are now reveling in. There is an energy now that says we will not stop until all are equal. We will not stop until each and every individual on the earth plane is seen as complete regardless of what their expertise is, regardless of what the intellectual ability is, regardless of how physically developed they are. 
this is what we are moving towards, an earth where we can be what we are born to be regardless of what it is our societies say we should be. It is time, dear friends, to stop separating ourselves from one another. It is time to stop creating these illusions of separation. The religions, the nationalities, the colors, the genders, they are all just boxes that we continue to use to keep ourselves separate from one another. And isn't that ridiculous and redundant at the same time? Isn't it Isn't it something to consider that we all came and come and exist from the same energy, and yet we get down there and we maneuver through the egoic insistence that we must begin to strive to be better than, than that one that is sitting next to us? And we lose ourselves in that sense of um, entitlement. For we have disregarded the interpretation of what entitlement means in its purest state. And we have given it some sort of human interpretation that says that one individual could possibly be more entitled to any of the gifts of humanity than another. And just in speaking it, just in hearing it, You can know the truth of it. You can know that there is no one on the earth plane more deserving of anything in this human experience than any other, for we have created it together. We are creating it together each and every moment of each and every day. We are each co-creating this human experience, and it is time to see it like this. It is time to see each other as the same, as the same co-creative experiential energy of divinity, experiencing life as a physical human being. It is time to set aside the arrogance of the ego that says because we are human, we are more entitled to the gifts and glory of this wondrous earth. It is time to set aside the intention of man to be in control of the movements of the earth and all that exists upon it. It is time to remember our roots, where we come from, who we are, and what we are to be to one another, and not just human beings. All living creatures on this earth are equally entitled to experience this life. And as we begin to recognize that and begin to live from that truth, we begin to honor each other's journeys. We begin to support those that previously seemed to have ill intentions towards us. For once we begin to shift the way we view their intentions, we will find that their intentions will shift. It is never old. It is uh, It is never, I don't know how to say this, it is never always another's um, all right, it is I don't know how else to say this. It is never always another's efforts that create our ill-formed experiences. There's always a part of us there in the co-creative process bringing the experience forward. So anytime we are feeling victimized by another or by a community or a government or a society, we must look deep within our own beingness to find where the prejudice lies to find where we still separate ourselves from others. For when we shift that within ourselves, 
we shift the co-creative energy we add to the mix. And then life manifests accordingly. And so I would say it was my most difficult hurdle of the mind to overcome that idea that there was something in me calling this experience forward, that there was a part of me that had at some point in my experience held some some sort of prejudice towards another, some sort of sense of entitlement that I may have had over another, or why would it be that I was experiencing it in such profound, profound states? Why would I, as the soul that I am, call myself into this kind of an experience, bring this kind of life forward and have the kind of intensities that I did? If I, on some level, weren't responsible for the creation of these separations. And so I had to take full responsibility before I could ask anyone else to shift the way they viewed others in their life. And I did. I looked deep within myself and found the areas of me that still held tight to the old ways of being, that still believed in some sort of class system. And I myself had to undo these energetic ties I had from previous incarnations and the imprinting handed down from generation to generation. There is a willingness on the part of each and every individual in any situation or circumstance to be in that situation or circumstance, and I had to find that in me. so that I could shift in me what I wanted to see shifted in the collective. And as I began to open up more and more to the idea that if I found the peace within myself, it would spread, it did. <clears throat> it began to become obvious to others that I would not sway, I would not falter, and that nothing outside of me was owing to change how I viewed my place in this world. I must say, I had many, even on my team, asking me to shift my point of view, to shift my um, actions in a, a more amenable fashion, a fashion that may support my physicality and my physical life in a gentle and more gracious way. But I could not, I did not, for I knew the depths of this disease we had instilled in our beingness. And I knew I had to give myself over completely in order to rectify the areas of my co-creative intentional energy that I had added to this state of separateness. And I say this with the utmost respect for those that are still holding their ground, that are still fighting the good fight, that it is up to you to find in you the areas of you that look at these others with a sense of disappointment with a sense of resentment or revenge, and I ask you to change that in you. I say to you, all of you that are fighting the good fight, that are fighting for the freedoms of all human beings, that it is, I'm sorry, that it is time to stop viewing your opposition as an enemy and begin to embrace them for the beauty and depth they have brought to this experience and pray that we can find a cohesive state 
of intentional movement that will allow us to know the benefit in coming together rather than in separating. It is in the purest of prayers that we find our true power. And so I bring that forth here with a great intensity and I say that it is up to you, all of you that are there still on the earth plane to bring forward all of the ill feelings you have towards others so that you can see it and rectify it within yourself. So that you can see that any ill will you hold towards another ripples into the collective and keeps us separate. Ah, but how how do we do this, <clears throat> you ask? How, when there is such atrocities happening on the earth plane? How can we embrace those that are creating these experiences? And I say to you that they are there because there is an intentional frequency holding them there. And the only way that will shift is when we begin to shift the frequency of the collective to a height that can no longer sustain those depths of vibration. So as people ask why, why is it that I would want to take this journey of self-exploration? Why do I need to find my connection to my soul? Well, at first I would say you do not have to. Nobody has to do anything. But if you are looking to assist in creating a more peaceful, loving and gracious experience for all humanity, that it is true that it begins in you, that it all does begin in the intentional frequency you add to the co-creative process. And the more you investigate you, the more you find those areas of separation that exist right within you that you did not even realize you were holding on to. And as you find them, and as they they begin to surface in you, which they will, know this, that if you ask for this, it will come. And you will begin to see how you keep yourself separate from others what rationalizations you use to justify it. You will see it. You will recognize it. You may even know where they have come from. And then it is all about choice, dear friends. You see these inclinations of the body, mind, and ego, and you choose to honor them or detach from them and release them for good so that you can surrender to a higher frequency interpretation of whatever it is you are experiencing. As one that has experienced life in many different forms, I say that there is nothing different between you and the trees, between you and the whales, between you and the mammals that exist in the ocean. Nothing but a point of view. Nothing but a state of perception. These are just ways of existing here as energy and physicality, aren't they? So what is it that allows man to feel above the balance of nature? Is it the ego? Is it the mind? Is it the physical stature itself no there is an there is an 
imprinting in all of us that says that we are the stewards of the earth plane. That is a basic core truth for each and every human being alive. Ah, but as you know, what we know from within can be distorted by the mind, body, and ego. So as our truth surfaces, this, my friends, is where it is important to be aligned with your soul. For when you are aligned with the soul, the truth can surface in its purest state and come forward in your life through your intuition or that sense of knowing or some experience that brings it to your awareness. But when you are not aligned with your soul, the truth will surface and it will then be moved into the areas of self that are most prevalent in your physical experience. And many of you are stuck there in that logical mind and that logical interpretation of who we are as human beings. And that is where this will surface and it will float through. And then that idea that we are the stewards of the earth plane will begin to be distorted and it will be that we are in charge or we are in control or we are the masters. (sighs) Oh, and how the ego can run with that one the idea that we are here to be masters. And haven't we seen that enough? How one man will try to master another, how man will try to master animals, how man will try to master nature itself. Aren't we seeing that happen? (laughs) Oh, yes. It's everywhere, isn't it? all the science of the world trying to master the earth, trying to figure it all out so we can re- we can manipulate it and reprogram it to work the way we think it should as, as the human beings that we are that think we know because we are the masters. Ah, but true mastery comes in surrender, doesn't it? True mastery comes when one can step aside from what they think should be long enough to see what is. And to allow what is to flow through our beingness so that we may know where we fit in what is. There's the journey of the soul, my friends finding your fit. Finding the area of the one that resonates with you and only you. And there truly is that place, that space for each and every individual soul on the earth plane. There is that one perfect fit energetically. Now, do not take my words literally to the point where you say the one perfect fit is my match, my mate, my partner, and I must find him or I will never know my place in the all that is. That would be a misinterpretation of the truth I am putting forth here. That would be a small-minded interpretation of an expansive concept Your fit, your space is defined by the energy, the frequency that matches yours. And that is not limited to one interaction with one human being. It is about the frequency you hold in all of your experiences with all of your interactions regardless of who they are with or what experience or situation or circumstance you are encountering. It is the frequency that is created when you add yours to the mix. 
And so I say to each and every one of you, find the freedom from the limitations of the imprinting of the previous generations so that you may find your fit. So that you may feel entitled to serve the one in the way that serves you. There is so much that I can share from this perspective. It is a most wondrous journey, this transition from physicality to spirit. (laughs) But I will not bore you with the details of my... What do you want to say here? Of my re... Of my re-education, for that is what I feel I am moving through in this moment. It is a re-education, for I know all, but I had forgotten as I was there on the earth plane. I became enamored with my physicality, as most human beings do, and I lost a little bit of the awareness that I now am reintegrating. And so I say it is a grand and glorious manifestation of truth. That is what our transitions are. And that is what each and every one of you are moving through in your own way in this moment. Some sort of transition. From one to another, we shift, we move, and we glorify the gifts we are born from. Okay, Tracy, well, that's a surprise. We've got an honored guest this evening. Oh, for sure. I think this might be the first time that um, someone that we all are aware of, right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) has come through like this and announced themselves. Yeah. Yeah. To my memory, I mean, I might be wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yes, thank you. Um, and I love. So there was a. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I know it's an awesome message. Fabulous, and um, grand meaning like in the sense of the universe, but also if we look at it very um, minuscularly, also on how we do that in our everyday lives. You know what I mean? Condemn. judge, need to look within, yeah. you know what I mean, just about our yeah. everyday stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, okay, I'm going back into the, because I wanted to ask this question. Somebody in the chat room said, I have trouble doing this myself. And I was right at the point where you're speaking of aligning um, with soul. And so I guess the question would be, let me, no, it, it went, it moved on me, sorry. I guess the question would be, how do we, as human beings, stay aligned with my soul, with our soul? Mm -hmm. This is interesting. I would say that hmm, many different people will have many different ideas of how to do that, but I believe the simplest way is to find the the moments of stillness that allow you to separate yourself from your physicality. For you see, we exist within the stillness. The external world is what allows us to experience life as separate physical individuals. So when we pull ourselves away from all of that excitement and distraction, 
can we pull our awareness into the core of our beingness? That is when we align with our souls. So it is a focused effort on moving the awareness within. Moving our conscious awareness to our heart center, to our um, I'm going to say third eye chakra, or to the illusion of the soul lifting out of the physical body. In whatever way you can take that busy mind and focus it on nothing but pure nothingness. That, my friends, is the way. And I know that those with the minds that never stop, the intellectuals say, well, that is utterly ridiculous to say I must go to nothing to be all. (laughs) But isn't that the glory of being human? The unknown is the all that is. And what can be known is what keeps us from knowing all that we are. You see, our divinity, our soulfulness, the one co-creative energy that we are a part of, is too expansive to term, to understand logically, to define scientifically. Oh, yes, there are bits and pieces of it coming together now, but it will be eons and eons before our logical minds have expanded enough to mm, integrate such expansive awareness. And so in this moment, it must be enough to accept that we are more than we can know logically. And that our goal is to connect with that knowing that exists within us. And we do that by getting quiet in the mind. We do that by focusing our intention on connecting with our soul. There it is. The intention, the power of our intention. And yes, Your body, mind, and ego will fight it. It will continue to bring up the thoughts, to bring up the rationalizations, to bring up all that you must be doing that is so much more important than sitting still in silence. And it will be your resolve, your commitment to bring yourself back, to bring yourself back, to bring yourself back to the silence, back to the stillness back to the spaciousness of the nothingness that will allow you to feel the connection. Mm, All right. That was pretty clear. (laughs) Back to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. It did to me, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And such a profound reminder of the sense of the importance of that practice of quiet. People call it meditation. You know, it could be laying in your yard on the ground. It it can be anything. (laughs) You know, and there has to be something to the idea that all this science is coming out now saying how good it is for your health. Right, right. You know, science is coming around. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, they always say that our bodies are always trying to tell us something. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe all of this you know, the heart disease and the stress and the worry that's been, you know, you know, pretty much defining our generation is kind of pushing us back to finding that inner peace. Yes. So we have about 15 minutes, and um, there's been a patient caller that mm-hmm. if you're up for it, I'll go ahead and bring her on. Yes. Her name is um, Susan. Let's see. Susan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, hi. You're hi. on with Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Susan. 
How, what can I do for you? I don't know. I think you answered a lot of, of you know, what I would have had for a question in your um, reading there. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what's so funny is a lot of people probably don't even understand, um, you know, we, we haven't talked about, Tracy, what we're doing here. And when we connect with spirit, you know, I see spirit as the collection of all souls. And, and so when we tap into spirit, that includes tapping into each and every individual that, that is listening tonight and that will ever listen. There's no time and there's no distance in spirit. So, you know, according to spirit, this is whoever's listening, whether it be now or in the future, their intention and what they want to hear has been added to that mix that I'm tapping into. And so I was already thinking before the phone call that, you know, how many times people have said, wow, it was like you were talking directly to me, or at that point in the channel I felt like it was specifically for me. I've had Mm -hmm. that comment so often, and, and I know it is because your soul, you know, the energies of everybody that's listening have put their questions out there, out there in spirit, you know. And sometimes they're what you, the human being, want to know. <laughs> sometimes they're what your soul wants you to know. And, and <laughs> making that connection isn't so easy. But I'm glad we were able to help you this evening. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Great. Thank, thank you. you for, yeah, thanks welcome. for being thanks for holding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess I could have checked back in with her, but I didn't know. <laughs> no, I think it's great, actually. I, you know there was a purpose for that. Of course, that that cosmic wink, the cosmic nod, that yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that we are. You know, it's funny all. because before we got on, I was thinking I was supposed to have that conversation with you that maybe we should talk about, you know, what channeling is and what we're doing here. And, and so, you know, it was just given the opportunity. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Now, there is another question in the chat room. Okay. So I'm just going to read it out here. Right. Um, why did he say the illusion of soul out of body, and then there's like a dot, 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 are, and then the next part is are astral, I'm thinking it, that's what she means, astral projections real or an illusion? Cool. Okay. Well, the first thing I will address here is that the physical experience is the illusion, but that is that is very difficult for those there in the physical experience to understand or grasp that concept, you see. It is about going to the idea that you are the energy and not that human being there, not that body that you're looking at and using to maneuver the earth plane. So you have to try <clears throat> and grasp that concept first to begin to understand the terminology I am using. Yes, I use the term illusion of separating because in your mind, in your logical mind, in this moment, you feel as though you are that human being and you feel as though that energy, the soul that you are, is somehow separate from the human being and so you're not seeing yourself as the complete, whole, total being that you are. And so to create this um, sense of connectedness with the higher self, you must first begin to appreciate the soul in its own right. The soul is an energy that can move in and out of that physical vehicle. And so if you create an image in your mind of a transparent you lifting out of your body, then you are taking your awareness out of your body You see, that is why I gave you that image, so that you can begin to see your energy floating away from your physicality, and yet you will still feel you. You will still know you. You will know that there is nothing there in that body that defines you, the soul that you are. That is the kind of connection you are looking to make. The kind of connection that says, I am the soul, this expansive energy that is merely using this physical body, mind, and ego to maneuver the earth plane. And I, as the soul that I am, can choose to move this 
vehicle if I align the what is that? If I align the intentional frequencies of that body, mind, and ego with the frequency I carry as the soul. Okay. Did that answer the question? To me it did. And Mm -hmm. um, if um, Barbara in the chat room, I see that she's typing. So I was going to say if you have another question. Oh, no, she (laughs) says absolutely. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, that was a nice way of putting it. And I love that. I love the idea of projecting that image in your mind. You know, if that's the way, you know, you can get out of your head. You know, we're always talking to people about meditating. They're always saying, well, I can't quiet my mind. I can't quiet my mind. Well, go on a journey. I love that. You know, create a journey in your mind and see where it takes you. Mm -hmm. Or create a journey out of your mind. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, I have a question. Okay. Um. It seems to me, you know, that he's mentioned the idea of karma. He didn't use those words necessarily, but right? Um, And looking within ourselves to see why we're, we're, um, my words, attracting whatever, right, these experiences that we're experiencing in this lifetime. And... I'm wondering about, I don't know, you know how I am with my questions. I'm always like this, but they know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering about the healing process. The Like once you locate something and you're like, oh, there it is, right? Yeah. Karmically, how then do we release it, I guess, free up that energy so that we can manifest new things? Okay. <clears throat> we are in a time... He's actually shifting the way he's saying that. We are in an energy now of instantaneous manifestation where as the souls that we are, we are being given the opportunity to tap into an energy that says we do not have to play it all out in the physical, that if we are aware enough, we can tap into the energy of that karmic experience and neutralize it almost immediately with our intention to be healed, with our intention to let go of whatever it is we needed that experience for. And so there is a sense now that the illusionary term karma may begin to shift in its form so that it is not so attached to the negative. For you see, karma is not meant to be a negative term. It is a balancing of energy. And isn't that the most divine and peaceful state of being that we can be in when our energies are balanced? And so karma simply is the energy trying to show the imbalances in our beingness, whether it be from past lives or personal experiences in this life, irregardless of the nature of the imbalance. If it is addressed as a karma, it is almost instantaneously tied to a negative energy or interpretation of energy, which will then play out in a negative form experience. And so I much prefer to refer to these kinds of experiences as opportunities to balance the energies. For in truth, that is what we do. We come to the earth plane looking for experiences, not looking for... hmm, Uh, peace, freedom, and joy in each and every moment of each and every incarnation. It would get dull. I would say that this life, with all of its excitement, brought me the most expansive opportunities for growth as the soul that I am, and I would have it no other way. I thank each and every individual, the oppressors and the victims, for allowing me to engage such intensities. And I say that those that can, in the physical, shift their perception of what they believe karma is, will be the ones pioneering into this new way of healing. 
that there doesn't have to be all of the mm, logical prodding and knowing that it can be termed energy and it can be released as this, as the energies I no longer need to hold on to, the energies I no longer need to sustain, to create from. All right. I feel like there's more to come if we want. I'm checking in with you on questions and time. Yeah, it's um we have five or like four minutes I guess left. So okay. do you wanna just go ahead and, and like finish out the Yeah. Yeah, let me the flow. Know. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, yes. First I would like to uh add a sense of my gratitude here for allowing me to come and intrude on this exchange, although I know that my presence was requested by many. Although you do not know who you are, you will, and you will recognize that I answered your call. I came forward to bring a sense of the beauty and integrity in life as a physical human being and that it is important to remember that we are all connected, that we are all equal, and that we are all equally entitled to all of the gifts and glory of this human experience, and that I ask that my life be be a reminder of this, that no one on the earth plane leave this place without knowing that they are perfect, divinely created, individual expressions, of an energy beyond comprehension. I ask that I be remembered as one that fought the good fight and that others that have gone before me and that will come after be honored for sticking to their guns, for standing in faith, in the face of violence and intrusion. I ask that if you are put in this position to know that you have within you the power to overcome it. Know that what I was is all that you are and that we could each assist this collective transition by editing our own sense of separation and by allowing those around us to know that we honor them for all that they are, regardless of what the logical interpretation of their life may be, that we honor each and every individual we interact with. For when we begin to do this on a daily basis, it will begin to spread, and it is spreading across the globe. So jump into this wave and ride it for all that it can take you to. I say this with the most loving heart that I am honored and grateful to be a part of this time in history and that I know that my work will continue that my efforts will not die with me, for I have left behind a team of supporters that will glorify my efforts through theirs. Oh, I have goosebumps everywhere. Thank you so much, Nelson Mandela. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Laura Morante, for mm. being the vehicle, okay? Yeah, and thank- yeah, yeah. We have thirty seconds. You went right to the end, so that's awesome. But I just want to let you know. Okay. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you again. All right. Thank you. Thanks everybody for joining us, and I will um, will look for your emails to Laura if you have questions that you would like answered in next month's channel. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks so much. Good night. Okay. Goodbye.